This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are going to be talking about stillness. What even is that? (laughs) In our crazy, busy lives, what even is being still? Yes, well, it's something that I certainly find very challenging because I am a doer, as I'm sure many of you are as well. And taking time for myself, that I can do. Um, Switching off from work, yeah, I can do that. But just being still, ooh, very challenging, very uncomfortable, and therefore something that certainly needs to be looked at. So what do I mean by stillness? I genuinely mean just doing nothing. It's when we say, oh, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to do nothing this weekend. We mean we're going to read, watch TV, scroll through social media, go for a walk, do a bit of housework, do some parenting. You know, it's not nothing, is it? So stillness for me and what I practiced um, in anticipation of this episode is sitting or lying, usually sitting, I think, sitting still, not doing anything, being in silence and just sitting. Yeah, now how hard does that sound? (laughs) So obviously this is not something I do for long periods of time. I'm sure it would benefit me hugely if I did, (laughs) but I, I cannot do it for very long because it does feel uncomfortable. But actually what I found was what feels more uncomfortable is thinking about doing it. It's the stopping that is hard. Once you're doing the stillness, it does feel strange and you don't want to do it for very long, but it's the thought of stopping that is really challenging because of course, keeping going, keeping doing, keeping moving, it makes us feel safe because we've got it into our heads that somehow productivity is the thing that keeps us safe from criticism, safe from becoming overwhelmed, safe from things getting out of control. And productivity in our minds is just doing anything. So we feel productive even if we're scrolling Instagram, you know, which is not in any way productive, but it feels better than doing absolutely nothing. So what did I do? So I started with five minutes of stillness with a little timer on my phone. And it really, it felt like a long time. It is a long time, you know, five whole minutes. And it's long enough, you know, in in a lot of ways. Five minutes of stillness is pretty big in a very busy day. And yet at the same time, it's only five minutes, which we can spare. So what did I do? Well, I sat on my bed and I watched the colour of the sky change as the sun came up, as it was first thing in the morning. I watched birds fly across the sky. I started off by kind of thinking about my thoughts and then thinking that I should be thinking big thoughts if I'm having stillness. 
Um, But my thoughts kind of shook themselves out until I was just thinking about what was most important to me, I guess. But I wasn't thinking big thoughts. I was just thinking kind of slow, contented thoughts. And the whole experience made the day ahead of me feel so much more manageable. Because I had really brought myself just into that present moment. Now, I'm an anxious person, so I tend to live in the future. And I do tend to jump around in terms of time. You know, what happened yesterday? What's happening tomorrow? What's the next thing I have to do? And being actually in the present moment is so calming because usually the present moment, you know, we look out the window and there's the sky and oh yeah, everything's kind of okay, isn't it? (laughs) Good reminder. So then I did that every day for a week. Um, I chose a kind of unspecified amount of time, I think the next morning, it just felt good. So I just sat there and again, watched the sky, listened to the pigeons, just breathed, and felt calm. (laughs) Just thinking about it now, it's a calming thought. And then the next day, I chose to do it in the afternoon for about five minutes, which was very different because in the morning, it was probably easiest. I hadn't yet started my day, so I wasn't in the middle of things. But in the afternoon, I was, you know, obviously doing what I do. But I found that doing it in the afternoon was really calming and centering. And it kind of clarified for me how I should spend the next little chunk of time because I was able to just gently work through my thoughts instead of rushing from one thing to the next thing. Um, And I did realise, though, that even though it was the afternoon, so I wasn't sort of already sat in bed, I did have to do it by a window. It really, that was meaningful to me, being able to look at the sky. I think that was part of it feeling calming. But yeah, it made a real difference to the rest of my day because I was able to just pause and stop and then just let the thoughts slow down from their usual mad carousel ride (laughs) to just thoughts floating down a river in a much more gentle way. Now, the next day, I tried to do it again in the morning, but it felt really uncomfortable because I had things to do. You know, I was very much in that already kind of morning adrenaline of, right, I've got stuff to do, you know, and there was that feeling of, I don't have time for this, when of course I did have time, and it was so needed. Because what happens is, until you stop and actually just sit still, with nothing else going on, you don't notice the tensions in your body. And I realised how tense my body was, (laughs) which... Um, you know, our last episode was about massage and it makes you think, huh, maybe I'm overdue for one of those, but certainly a stretch, a bit of yoga, um, just being aware of the fact that I'm tense, I didn't realise I was tense, can be really helpful. And then I'd done it every day for enough days that I started to crave it. I started thinking, wow, I need this today and I'm looking forward to doing it. And I started to feel how much it would help me. Definitely always by a window. That was the process. Uh, Love to watch the sky. And it just felt so calming and helpful for just resetting and checking in with my body and mind. So I hadn't done it for very many days before it started to feel like a need. 
And then at the end of the week, um, the boys were with me, my children, and we were just in my room, I think, on the Friday night. It, um, you know, I hadn't had a chance or I hadn't chosen to, to do my stillness that day. So I just took a moment with the boys with me. I felt, you know, vulnerable and stressed. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to just try this tool for this moment. So I just closed my eyes and breathed and stayed still for a very short amount of time. But it really set me up for the rest of the evening. So it hadn't taken long before it felt like a tool I could access and something I could access at times when it was really needed, not just at times when it felt kind of easy-ish to do. So I want you to just try a little bit of stillness now. We're going to cheat a little bit because I'm going to give you something to listen to. But I want you to stop because I know a lot of you are listening to this while you're walking the dog and I mean, you're probably driving the car. Okay, (laughs) don't stop driving. But if you can, just stop all the little things you're doing and just be still while I read this poem by W.H. Davies from 1911. What is this life if, full of care, we have no time to stand and stare? No time to stand beneath the boughs and stare as long as sheep or cows. No time to see when woods we pass where squirrels hide their nuts in grass. No time to see in broad daylight streams full of stars like skies at night. No time to turn at beauty's glance and watch her feet how they can dance. No time to wait till her mouth can enrich that smile her eyes began. A poor life this is, if, full of care. We have no time to stand and stare. Okay, you can move again. (laughs) That poem may be familiar to you. It's a fairly well-known one. But as I say, it was written in 1911. So it's not as though this inability to stop is a new thing. It's exacerbated by the pace of our lives right now. But it's a, a human thing to want to just keep going, keep moving and not notice what's happening around us, the beauty around us. So how does taking time to just be still (laughs) contribute to a happier life? It gives us an opportunity to pause, which we all desperately need. You know, we are going at such a pace. It gives us an opportunity to notice what's going on in our brains and in our bodies, which will give us some information about what we might actually need which will help us to, well, which will alert us to what we might want to be doing with some of our time. You know, oh, yeah, okay, I might need to stretch, I might need to meditate, I might need to access some other of my tools. And it shows us that we can stop because we we don't think we can. We sort of know cognitively that we can, but we don't really feel like we can. So practicing it reminds us that we can It doesn't matter how busy you are, you can stop and be still, even just for 30 seconds. It is possible and it is safe. You know, is there any kind of bullshit element to this? Well, I I don't think so. I don't think being still is ever going to be a bad idea, you know, because it banishes that concept that we're under threat 
when we're feeling stressed, we feel like we're under some kind of threat. You know, you've got so much work to do and oh, this is happening and now that's happening. And it brings up that tension in our body that makes us feel like there's some kind of threat to our safety. And of course, when we stop and we're still and we don't do anything, it's a really powerful signal to our body and our mind that there is no threat. We're not under threat. We're actually safe. And that's how come we can stop. So it's kind of overriding a little bit. It's it's saying, right, come on. I, I know that we're feeling like, oh my goodness, it's all a disaster, but actually we are safe. And let's remind ourselves of that by doing something that we would not do if we were actually being chased by a tiger. <laughs> so what's the mindset block with stillness? Well, the mindset block, of course, is that we don't have time. Uh, we do have time. But we think we don't have time because of this fear, because of this stress, because of this feeling that there's some kind of threat and something terrible is going to happen if we stop for even a moment. And that is a mindset block to recognize, to be aware of. And I think much like meditation, you know, if you don't think you have time for stillness, then you really should be doing more stillness than if you do feel like you have time for it. Um, it is different from meditation. Meditation is active in some ways. You know, you are doing something with your mind. You are meditating. Whereas stillness for me is, I guess there's just no pressure to it. You can literally think whatever you like, but it's just about focusing on totally stopping which knowing you all, as I feel like I do, <laughs> is going to be massively beneficial. And it doesn't have to be for a very long time at all for you to feel the benefits. So if you get a chance to do it, I would love to hear how you get on. If you can do it at the end of this podcast, go for it, because you'll never do it until you do it. <laughs> And if it feels impossible to do, then just be aware of that and think about why that might be. And of course, I'm always here to work with you one-to-one -one if you need to talk about why stopping is such a challenge, because we all have time to stop. So until next time, be excessively kind to yourself and let's just squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life speak to you again soon thank you so much for listening it's great to have you along for the ride if you enjoyed the episode i'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up if you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one -one, you can find out how in the show notes see you next time